Aaron Rodgers posted a cryptic message on Instagram that followed up with next to no clarification on what it all meant. We're going to dive in to what it could mean and how that will inevitably affect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then, are we looking at another game overseas? Let's talk about it all on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast right now. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Bucks Nation, to today's episode of the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is your daily one-stop shop for all things Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We thank you for making us your first listen or first watch every day. I am James Yarko, back from my little trip, flying solo on this episode. Evan Klosky has some things going on, and David is getting a much-deserved day off. But you can check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter, at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82. And at Bucks underscore nation. And again, we thank you for making today your first listen or first watch every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. You might want to check out the YouTube page on this episode. I am going to have a, a graphic up. It's, uh, it's something that we have to talk about, right? Because I woke up this morning to the NFL Twitter world being taken by storm because of a... Instagram post from a quarterback that doesn't play for the Buccaneers, has never played for the Buccaneers, uh, more than likely will never play for the Buccaneers. But what Aaron Rodgers put out on Monday night had a lot of people talking, had a lot of people thinking, a lot of people asking a lot of questions. I'm going to go ahead and throw that graphic up right now. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's very long. Uh, yeah, he He had plenty of things that he wanted to say. But he he called it his hashtag Monday Night Gratitude, and he talks to his fiance, or maybe she's not his fiance. I'm not really sure, but he, he shouts out uh, Shailene Woodley, and um, then he moves on and he talks about the men that he shared a quarterback room with every day: Matt, Nathaniel, Luke, Jordan Love. Um, you know, they made every day so much fun, and he was thankful for the daily laughs and the stress relief that they brought him every week of the year. He you know, he says, I love you guys. The Friday crew, uh, Randall Cobb, uh, David Bakhtiari, uh, a couple of other players there. You know, I loved every moment we spent together. And uh, your love and support was overwhelming. And I cherish the friendships I have with each of you to my teammates past and current. You are the icing on the beautiful cake we call our job. The friendships that we have will transcend our collective time in this game. And I am so thankful for the role that each of you have played in making my life that much better. I love you guys. Any, you know, to everyone else, spread love and gratitude, read a book, you know, things of that nature. So what did it all mean? Well, everyone knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to be on Pat McAfee's uh, YouTube show, serious show, wherever you take that in. If you just watch the clips on Twitter, we know that Pat McAfee show is a huge brand. They had the daily Aaron Rodgers interviews every Tuesday, all season long. And uh, 
everybody tuned in. Ian Rappaport was on right before Aaron Rodgers. And I was listening because I was curious. I wanted to know what was going to be said. And those numbers just kept climbing and climbing and climbing while Rappaport was on because people were getting ready for Aaron Rodgers. He starts off just saying, look, for those of you that are here uh, waiting on some sort of announcement or, or groundbreaking anything, you know, I appreciate you being on, but I'm not going to talk about my future today. I have no decision on my future or anything like that. So that's not what I'm going to talk about today. That's when I turned it off. I love Pat McAfee, but I'm in the middle of a really good audiobook, and I wanted to get back to that, but I didn't want to miss anything important from Aaron Rodgers. Um, so look, some of the, some of the key things that you look at in this Instagram post is the fact that you have a guy that appears to be doing one of two things. He's either truly just sharing gratitude and talking about the important people in his life. He said that he just finished with some like 12 day cleanse and he had this overwhelming urge to, to thank those people that had such a huge positive impact on, on his last year or, or, you know, on his life in general, very well could be what it is. It could have legitimately just been, Hey, this is what's on my mind right now. I want to thank these people. I want to make this post. I want to show how how grateful I am to have such amazing people in my life. Sure, fine, cool, sounds good. Or this could be the goodbye, right? In one sense or another, this could be Aaron Rodgers is thanking all of these people inside of that building because he's ready to move on and try a different team, or maybe he's ready to move on and try something new with his life because he didn't, you know, he, he made it clear that he has not made a decision about his future. So obviously there's still some things that, that he's thinking about. There's still some options that he is weighing. And when you go back and you look at the statement, I'll bring it up again real quick for those of you on the YouTube, you take a look at something that says, you know, the role that each of you have played, not the role that each of you play in my life. He's using that in, in the past tense. Um, when he talks about his Friday crew, I loved every moment we got to spend together this year. You know, not... I love every moment that we get to spend together now and in the future, nothing like that. There's some, there's some past tense going on in this statement. And so it, it does make you wonder, is Rogers ready to go? Is he ready to move on? Is he going to go to Denver? Is he going to retire? Is he going to go to Pittsburgh? What, what is going to go on with Aaron Rodgers? One thing I can say with relative certainty is that he's not going to be playing in Tampa. But if you're in the camp that I'm in, where you think Aaron Rodgers is no longer going to be a member of the Green Bay Packers, you could probably throw some money down on where you think he's going to play next. And you can do so with our friends over at bet online because football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot 
for all of your sports scores, your podcasts, and your news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Segment two here, the Locked On Bucks podcast. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. James Yarko, deputy editor of BucksNation.com. And I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. James, this is, an ep- this is a show about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why did you just spend the first segment talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and his future? I'll tell you why. No, I do not think that Aaron Rodgers is somehow going to be the next quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Probably be pretty cool to go from Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers. That would be fun to cover, but I don't think it's happening. Here's why it's important for you guys, our viewers, our listeners, Buccaneers fans. This is why that segment was important. If the message on Instagram is indeed a goodbye, and Aaron Rodgers is moving on. Now, I will say, if he's retiring, not much of an impact for the Buccaneers, I don't think. If he's moving on to another team, big impact for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this is why. David and I spent an entire week and change talking about potential quarterbacks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, talking about players like Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray and Derek Carr. And uh, I know we talked about Aaron Rodgers, but you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. All of that means that if Aaron Rodgers moves on to the Green Bay Packers or moves on from the Green Bay Packers, let's say he goes to Denver. Let's say he goes to Pittsburgh. That takes a team out of the running for a quarterback. And you're going to sit there and you're going to go, James, doesn't that put the Packers in the running for a quarterback? So it's kind of a, you know, it's a a net push. No, no, that is not what that means. Because if you're the Green Bay Packers, this is my opinion on it. I actually had a disagreement in our Bucks Nation group chat about it, but this is my opinion on it. If you are the Green Bay Packers, And Aaron Rodgers says, I want to move on. I want to go play for another team. I would like you to send me to Denver. I would like you to send me to Pittsburgh. I would like you to send me to the San Francisco 49ers. The Green Bay Packers have put themselves between a rock and a hard place because you have to get rid of Aaron Rodgers at that point. And you can't go out and make a move for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, or anything like that. You can't go out and sign Jameis Winston because you you used up that draft capital to move up and draft Jordan Love instead of giving Aaron Rodgers a weapon that likely would have helped him get to a Super Bowl or potentially win a Super Bowl. You ignored that to draft your quarterback of the future. If Rodgers moves on and the Packers and Rodgers part ways, the Green Bay Packers have no choice but to start Jordan Love. Maybe it's just for a year. 
Maybe they start them for a year and they go six and 11 and they're like, okay, our bad. We got to, we got to figure something else out of the quarterback position because this dude is not what we thought he was fine, but you cannot put yourself in a situation where your heir apparent that you drafted using draft capital to move up to ensure that you got when it's his time, when it's his turn to move into that starting role, you can't trade for Deshaun Watson. You can't trade for Russell Wilson. You can't trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. You can't sign Jameis Winston. You can't sign Marcus Mariota. You can't sign any of these guys. Otherwise, any confidence, any, any thought of Jordan Love being a starting quarterback in the NFL is done. Rodgers moves on. Love has to be the guy. So that means whoever gets Aaron Rodgers, they're no longer in the running for a veteran quarterback. They're no longer in the trade market for a quarterback. They're no longer in the free agent market for a quarterback. It's done. It's over. That's it. So that takes one team out of the running for whoever the Buccaneers' potential target is. I still think they're going really hard after Russell Wilson. Probably not going to happen, but I think that's who the Buccaneers ultimately want. I think we're looking at a situation where they are going to try to work something out to get Deshaun Watson. And I think ultimately, when all is said and done, the starter will end up being Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, just my opinion, my thought. I, I have no, you know, no evidence to back all of this up. It's just my personal feeling on how I think the situation is going to go. Um, I would like to see them go after Derek Carr. If a, if a long-term extension can't get worked out, I think he would be a phenomenal fit. But all of that means is that there's less teams now going after those same players, which could in turn affect what it costs to get him. Fewer teams in the running means fewer bids, means the bid price might stay down a little bit. It's just, it's, you know, a numbers game at that point. And not every team that's in the, in the market for a quarterback wants to pursue Deshaun Watson or wants to pursue Russell Wilson. Some teams are not in a position where they can do so. You know, a team like uh, the Miami Dolphins are not the same as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Dolphins would be more inclined to go after a guy like a Deshaun Watson, who's in his early mid-20s, because they can build around him for the next decade. And that's optimal for any team. Let, let's not kid ourselves. But a team like Tampa Bay is more inclined to go after a Russell Wilson, where you know the window's a little bit smaller. But the championship aspirations and the legitimate championship contention still falls in that same time frame. You don't have to build much. If the Buccaneers get Russell Wilson, they're immediately championship contenders again. You can focus on the free agency stuff later. You can focus on the draft stuff later, but their core at their core, they're still a championship contender. So different teams are going to look for different things. Yes. That would mean that Tampa Bay would be a great spot for Aaron Rodgers because the window is small He's still, you know, it, it's still a championship caliber team with the right quarterback. But 
I think ultimately the cost is going to be too high. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would have interest in playing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think you're looking more at like a Denver Broncos because we've heard those rumors before. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a perfect fit for Aaron Rodgers. We know he has a good relationship with Mike Tomlin. Also, you have the Indianapolis Colts. What are they going to do? Are they going to be in the quarterback market? Because that's another perfect spot for Aaron Rodgers. If they can unload Carson Wentz, you have a one of, if not the best, running game in the NFL. Uh, I mean, Derrick Henry is going to be Derrick Henry, but Jonathan Taylor is more versatile. Uh, you have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. You have a solid receiving core. You have a high-powered defense. And you get to play indoors. Like... Aaron Rodgers in a dome for eight or nine games a year that just mark all of them in the W column, every single one of them. So, you know, different team. And, and that doesn't mean that the Indianapolis Colts are going to get a different quarterback. I think if they feel like they, they can't get an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson, that's probably where their search ends. They won't go after Deshaun Watson because the price would be way too high within the division. So you can you could take them out of the Deshaun Watson run. But I think they'd also be content just sticking with Carson Wentz for another year. That's going to be a tough contract to move, and they're going to have to eat some money either way. So I don't know. Um, but I think when you take a look at, at the landscape of, of quarterback needy teams and the quarterbacks that are available, you're not going to have everybody going after the same guys. There's a few teams that would be viable for Aaron Rodgers the same way there was a few teams that were viable for Tom Brady. Rodgers isn't going to want to rebuild. He, he would want to go somewhere where they can win immediately, period. So we do have a voicemail that we are going to hit real quick before we move on to our next break. Uh, wanted to get this in here, and it's from our good buddy, Anthony. Hello, this is uh, Anthony. I'm calling in with a thought and a question. But let me preface this by saying I'm a full Derek Carr advocate. Um, just because we won't have to give up the farm to get him and he won't command thirty-five to forty million dollars in a year, like Wilson and Rogers and Watson. But um two guys that no one's talking about, uh Mitchell Trubisky and Marcus Mariota. Mariota, I'm a little bit on the fence about, but he can be a bridge guy till task is ready. Um, and, but Mitchell Trubisky, you know, he had a year under Dable. Uh, he got to sit on the bench, study the game. And I think more so he was a byproduct of uh, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace trying to salvage their career in Chicago. But I think <clears throat> Trubisky has the highest floor, highest ceiling type of player. Why isn't anyone talking about him? And, you know, would he be able to come into Tampa and win with his team after a year or two? I think we can get him cheap. And I think he would be a good quarterback. He's got an arm. He's got some wheels on him. Um, it's kind of baffling to me. No one's talking about them. And um, I know the Bucks are doing their homework on who to get, but I don't know if they're seriously taking a look at him. Um, let me know what you think. Um, I'm all here for it. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. God bless. Bye. Anthony, thank you very much for the call. And I will give you my response on the other side of the next break. But first, we do have to talk about our friends over at Rock Auto because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need 
why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or an auto dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and the prices are reliably low for every customer, whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. They have everything you could possibly need. I just ordered new brakes for one of my cars uh, over at rockauto.com because it is so much cheaper to get it from them than to take it somewhere and get it done. So I just went to Rock Auto, typed in my car, brake uh, brakes popped up, boom, ordered, done, easy. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Just write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On Bucks Podcast. James Yarko flying solo, but you can find myself and my co-host David Harrison on the Twitter machine at jyarko underscore bucks at dharrison82. And of course, find the show at Locked On Bucks. So, Anthony, you called in about Marcus Mariota and Mitch Trubisky. Why isn't anybody talking about them? Well, in my opinion, I'm not going to speak for David, though I do think I know what David would say is when you have a team constructed the way that the Buccaneers are, if you're going to swing for a new quarterback, you're going to swing for the fences. You're going to swing for Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. You can put Derek Carr in that category because I do think that in this system with this roster and this coaching staff, Derek Carr could be a, a quarterback that could take them to a championship. I honestly believe that. I've been a, a Derek Carr advocate for a long, long time. Mitch Trubisky and Marcus Mariota accomplish none of that. I don't think Mitch Trubisky or Marcus Mariota, honestly, would take the Buccaneers to that level. And if you're going to bring in someone from the outside – it has to be someone that's going to take them to that level. Otherwise, why wouldn't you just stick with Kyle Trask? See what you have in him. See you know where you stand there and, and give him a year. You can kind of punt this year, but that's a dangerous thing to do because you have the New Orleans Saints who are going to be looking for a quarterback. They very likely could end up with Jameis Winston again. I, I truly believe that. But the NFC South is so wide open right now because of the disarray that all these teams are kind of going through and, and you have cat manipulation that's going to be coming up and you know you have a, a New Orleans Saints team that now has a new head coach. There is some continuity there because he's been in the building for a while, but they need a quarterback. The Bucks need a quarterback. The Panthers are a hot mess. The Falcons, you have Matt Ryan on a decline. It just, you don't want to just throw away a year. And Bruce Arians, this is probably his last year. Is he going to hitch his wagon to Mitchell Trubisky or Marcus Mariota? 
at that point, if that's what you're going to hit your wagon to, you might as well bring Jameis Winston back for another year. I mean, at least he already knows the system. You're not going to spend an entire offseason teaching a quarterback a completely new system. He might need a little bit of a refresher course, but you stand just as good of a chance of getting to the playoffs and, and winning with Jameis Winston as you would with Marcus Mariota or Mitchell Trubisky. So if you're going to go all in, and and Bruce Arians probably wants to because, like I said, he's got maybe this year and, and maybe next year left, you have to go for it. You have to swing for the fences. You have to go for that big-time quarterback. Otherwise, you are now in a situation where you're building for the future, and you might as well see what you have in Kyle Trask before you either reevaluate the quarterback position in the draft or you try to get a, a veteran quarterback in free agency or via trade the following year. So I, I think that's the biggest reason why David and I didn't bring up Mariota or, or Trubisky when we were doing our preview, because if the Bucs are going to make a move, you have to make a move for a big dog, not someone that's just going to kind of be there. So with that, one last thing that I am going to touch on, and uh, Greg Allman was talking about it on Twitter. It's an unconfirmed report as of right now. But the rumor mill is swirling that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs will play one another in Munich next season. Now, we know that the Buccaneers have some sort of affiliation with Germany, that they're one of a couple of teams that has a partnership for advertising rights and, and things of that nature over there. And apparently, I'm, I'm going to look at my phone real quick. If you give me a moment, the Chiefs have a close connection to uh, the football club Bayern. I'm not a soccer guy. I apologize if I just butchered that. Um, but there is a connection for both teams over in that area. And so it would make sense with the NFL having a game in Germany this coming year that the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, it's a Super Bowl rematch, even though it's without Brady. Still two teams that were in the Super Bowl against one another just two seasons before that game would take place. It would draw a lot of fans. It would draw high ratings. And it would it would make sense for that to happen. Now, of course, nothing is confirmed. This is sheer speculation right now. The rumor mill is going a little crazy. We'll get the official schedule coming up in just about a month and a half. Um, but for those of you wondering if my Buccaneers are kicking off in Munich, how am I going to watch that? Well, I looked it up and Munich is about six hours ahead of Tampa. So as I'm recording this right now, it is eight o'clock at night. That means it's two o'clock in the morning over in Munich. So you're probably looking at, uh, oof, it's going to be a late game around here um or no i'm sorry it'll be a very early game if if it's prime time over there you're looking at they could kick off at one o'clock here that would make sense but they can kind of time it whenever they want we'll get more information on that later if it does come to fruition but just bear in mind it looks like the buccaneers could be playing over in germany next year before we get out of here do have one more email that I want to get to, not a voicemail, but an email because it's our question of the week. David's been talking about it all week, and that is, 
if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were to move out of Tampa Bay, would you still be a Buccaneers fan or would you move on? This is kind of stemming off of, of course, St. Louis Rams moving to Los Angeles. You've seen the Oakland Raiders move to Oakland from Los Angeles, from Los Angeles back to Oakland. Now they're in Vegas. They're all over the place. You've had the Oilers move to Tennessee. The Browns move to Baltimore. There's always something going on, but would you be a Buccaneers fan? They were no longer in Tampa. And we get this email from Jared, and he says, I was a Houston Oilers fan because I was born and raised in Houston. But when they left and became the Tennessee Titans, I became a Buccaneers fan, and I've been riding with them ever since. If the Buccaneers were to relocate, I will still be a fan as long as they didn't change their name. Because once you change their name, I change my fandom. Makes sense to me. You lose that identity of, you know, just like with, with Houston and, and Tennessee, like he's talking about. They go to Tennessee. They're no longer the, the Oilers. They lose their identity. The Browns moving to Baltimore. They're not the Baltimore Browns. They kind of lose that identity. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense to me. I'll have my answer on Friday's episode when I'm rejoined by David Harrison, but that is going to do it for this episode. If you want to answer the question of the week, if the Buccaneers were to move out of Tampa, would you still be a fan? You can shoot us an email like Jared did over at locked on bucks podcast to gmail.com or give us a call at 813-444-5841. And you leave your thoughts on a voicemail, just like our buddy Anthony did. We want to thank you for making today's episode of Locked On Bucks Podcast your first listen or first watch of the day. Now, make your second listen, the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is also free and available on all platforms. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. And thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. <laughs>